Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Well, it's a, it's a really warm welcome, isn't it? It's quite warm. <laughs> and uh, we just welcome, I know there's people from all over here, and, uh, and so we just want to welcome you this morning. And uh, let me pray just before I get going. Lord, we just pray this morning that you would keep doing good stuff, that you would speak to us, that you would challenge us, strengthen us. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you reign over everything that you are in control, that you're the King of Kings. And Lord, we pray that your name would be glorified in this city, this weekend, in our nation, and that you would move in great and powerful ways in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Hey, I'd love you to just think of the person, um, I won't say that you love the most, but think of someone who is very, very, very dear to you, very special to you, someone you love a lot. And I want you just to picture them for a moment and just think about them. Think about how much you love them. Think about how much they mean to you. And now that you've got someone in mind, hopefully everyone's got someone in mind. uh, And what I want you to do is just have a little flashback over your life and have have a think of all of the bad stuff that you've ever done, all of the sin, All of the bad stuff. Maybe no one even knows some of this stuff. Uh, And just just dwell on that for a minute. Begin to think, wow, okay, yeah, there were some dark days back there. Uh, And, uh, you know, that's what this morning is all about. And that's what baptism is all about, washing away all of that sin. But I want you just to think about some of that sin and, and begin to sort of just, you know, and if it's really um, traumatizing for you, you don't have to participate in this. But... um, But just begin to think of some of those things. Now I want you to just think of that person that you love and begin to take the bag of those sins and begin to stick it on that person. Begin to dump it on that person you love. That hurt, that pain, that sin, the defilement, the ugliness, the the torment, the the acts of of sin that maybe have taken place. And, you know, we, we take those things and we're just putting them on that person we love for a moment. It doesn't feel very good, does it? In fact, it feels terrible. In the Old Testament, we read about how, because Jesus hadn't come yet to atone for our sin. So in the Old Testament, they had to make atonement for their sin. They had to make a sacrifice, present a sacrifice to become holy for God to be able to move and contact and, and have connection. Because sin separates us from God the Father. And so we read in in Leviticus how the priests of the day, they would basically gather up the sins of the people, so to speak, and they would get some uh, sacrificial animals. There would be a bull sacrificed, and then there would be two goats. One goat would be sacrificed, and one goat, goat would be called a scapegoat. Ever heard that term? The scapegoat. It comes from Leviticus. It comes from the Bible. Many of our current sayings in English come from Scripture. Some of them get quoted wrongly, but anyway, a lot of them are from Scripture. A scapegoat. So the priest would come and he would put the sins onto this little animal. Now, for a vegan like me, it's a terrible thought. Um, you know, I play both sides, okay? So, uh, 
But anyway, today we'll, we'll just play the nice animal side. And so he took the sins of the people of Israel and, and um, in, a, in a way, I don't exactly know how they would do this, but he would place his hands on the head of the goat and there would be a releasing, so to speak, or an interpret. Uh, uh, you know, this is a picture or all kind of thing. I've forgotten the word that, that we want. Hey? Well, that'll do. Yeah, let's use the word transfer. And uh, a symbolic, there you go. Someone else has got it. Awesome. Give that person 50 bucks at the end of the service. But it's a symbolic act, but a very, very powerful and real transference took place. And so the priest would lay hands on the goat. The goat would then carry the sins of the people. And this is a lot of people. This is a million plus people of Israel. And so we're talking a lot of sin. Now, remember that person that you placed all your sin on. This is the scapegoat. And so the scapegoat then gets sent into the wilderness. And it, and it gets taken out into the wilderness and released in the wilderness. Who knows what happens then and there. But this is obviously a prophetic picture of Christ. Remember that person that you put all your baggage on, all your sin on? Jesus came as the scapegoat for all of that sin. So we don't need an intermediate person to do it for us. You can't even have a priest do it for you. You can't even have someone else believe for you. Only you can believe. You connected to the Father via Jesus. It's a simple transaction. And He is the scapegoat for every sin that you and I have ever committed. Every wrong, every temptation, everything we've given way to, even our thoughts. You know, sinful thoughts are as bad as sinful acts. Sinful acts have different ramifications, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so at a time like this weekend, we get to just refresh our memory on the power of Jesus Christ as our scapegoat. He took every sin, every punishment, every sickness, every depression, every confusing thing, because this world is a pretty messed up, confused world. So we need a scapegoat. And we have a saviour. His name is Jesus Christ. There is no other there is no other way to connect to the Father. There's no other way to get to heaven other than through Jesus Christ. And so I want to read a couple of scriptures to us. I'm going to jump just for the media guys to Ephesians 2, 8 to 9. It says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It's the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Interestingly enough, the only way to participate in this mysterious, miraculous life transaction is by believing. You can't buy it. You can't even attend church enough. You can't give me enough money. You can't do anything that's going to make it happen other than you and me connecting to God through a belief in Jesus Christ. Believing that He died on the cross for your sin and my sin and that He rose again. And this is the third day we remember at Easter that He rose again from the dead. And He cancelled the assignment against your life and against my life. And just by believing in this, this, this lifelong mysterious transaction takes place called salvation. And we become people who are saved. Some of you may have never heard that term before, saved. Or you might have heard weird people saying this phrase, oh, you're saved, she's not saved, he's not saved. Well, all it means is we're saved from eternal torment. It's just a small thing, but actually it'll be a big thing. Death is real. Hell is real. Heaven is real, 
God is real. His power is real. His love is real. And He actually wants to have us, all of us. And as I said on Friday, I'm sorry if you, if you want to reject Jesus. He's, you've now heard the gospel. So you're now going to face him one day where he'll say, you heard the truth and you rejected the truth. So I pray today, if anyone is here and you haven't believed in Jesus, then all you have to do is believe. It's a simple thing. You just give your life to him. You don't even have to go through a set of rituals. Eventually, you might find your way into church and relationship and community and baptism and all that stuff. But all of that flows from one simple decision to say, yes, Jesus, I want to live for you, Jesus. It's really simple. It's really easy. And so, you know what? This is, this is kind of miraculous, but that's my message today. Is that okay? <laughs> I'd love everyone to stand. And I'm just going to read some scripture over us while we're standing. Romans 8, 31 to 39 says, What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all. How will he not also with him freely give us all things? Who will bring charges against God's elect? That's us who believe, by the way. God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Jesus Christ is he who died, but rather was raised and is at the right hand of God who also intercedes for us, who will separate us from the love of Christ. Will tribulation or trouble, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger or sword, just as it's written, for your sake, we are, we are killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. That's Jesus Christ. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, height, depth, or any other created thing will be able to separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, it's awesome. It's an amazing message. It's an amazing message. It's, it's no wonder when you hear the gospel that the whole world is not on fire with this revelation. But we have an enemy. And the, the enemy tries to come to steal, kill and destroy truth. And it's what he's doing today. He's disturbing truth all over the place. So we're more confused than ever before. But the gospel is more real, more powerful than it's ever been. And if you're standing here today, I want to ask you this question. If you died soon, would you go to heaven? Do you know Jesus? Have you have a, do you have a relationship with Him that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're going to heaven to be with Jesus? I want to ask you that question. Just think about it. Remember, He is your scapegoat today. All your sin, all your confusion, all your mess. It doesn't matter what avenue of lifestyle you might have chosen. It doesn't matter. The world is getting more and more confused and people are going to get saved out of even more confusion than we've ever seen before. And we're going to have to learn how to handle that and sort of get over myself anyway. But he's the scapegoat for everyone. He's the scapegoat for every sin, for every confusion, for every sickness of this human race. He died for everything and he rose so that we can participate in it. I'd love you to just close your eyes now and I just want to pray. Lord, I pray this morning, as we've just seen a great testimony of, of your love in people's lives, I pray for your love to fill this room. 
and that you would touch every single person. And if any person doesn't know you, they will begin to reach out to you like never before. And that they will connect with you, Jesus, and they will know they are sealing their salvation for eternity. Lord, I pray against confusion. I pray against doubt and fear and even things that have held us back in the past. And we pray that your love, Father, will fill this room and sweep up every heart, every family, that none should perish. That's what the Bible says, that none should die. None should die. So, Lord, we just give you afresh this morning. We give you afresh this morning, this moment. And if you've found yourself just standing here while everyone's closing their eyes, if you're standing here listening to me, just watching God's doing something on your life this morning, and you know you just want to make a commitment, you want to give your life to Him, you want to say yes to Jesus, and you want that sin on upon Him, you want to be free of that sin and that baggage, and you want to commit your life to Him, then I just want you, while everyone's eye is closed, I just want you to raise your hand, and I want to pray with you. And so just raise your hand really quickly. And I, want, I really want to pray with some this morning. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just going to, fantastic. Thanks, guys. Yeah, keep putting your hand up. If I'm just gonna, You don't have to come out the front or do a dance or anything else. I want you to connect with Jesus. That's my aim this morning. We don't get anything out of it other than just knowing that more people are joining us in heaven. And so if that's you this morning, just lift your hand again so I can see it. Just really quickly, I want to pray with you. Awesome. Fantastic. Yes, three or four guys. That's fantastic. Well, I want everyone just to pray after me. Dear Lord Jesus, we come to you today and we give you all our sin. We ask for forgiveness of every sin. Wash us clean, Jesus. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose again. I want to join you in heaven, Father. So I commit my life to you today. In Jesus' mighty name. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, for those guys who did that, guys and girls, I say guys, you know, for both genders. But for those people who did that, I'd love you to at least do this. Tell the person you came with that you made that decision or come and see one of us with a welcome T-shirt on and we'll give you a, a bag with a, a Bible in it and some information, okay? Is that okay for those guys who did that? And I'll try and spot you out there if I can and track you down and tackle you as well. So, listen, I'd just love you just to lift your hands. I would just want to pray a prayer of blessing over everyone if that's okay. Lord, we just thank you that you are so good. And we thank you for saved lives this morning. We thank you for cleansed lives, for baptism and for the act of the testimony of the goodness of God that that represents. And we pray that you would continue to increase your presence, increase your fire in our community. Holy Spirit, we say come and have your way. Lord Jesus, we pray for many, many evangelists to go from this place and to save souls like never before. To begin, to begin to be transformers for the kingdom of God. Lord, we pray for your presence to go before us and to go behind us. We pray for your covering, especially over those who are baptized, the covering of the blood of Jesus, and that you would fill them with so much strength and power and authority. And Lord, I pray blessing upon each and every person here today, every family, every person represented. I pray you would show them your goodness, show them your love 
even if we don't want it. Chase us down with your goodness and your love. And we say, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Awesome.